Good evening and welcome to the Midnight Mystery Theater as we present another tawdry tale of terror. Trouble in River City. Suspense. Sure, why not? And mystery. I said and mystery. We heard you the first time. This evening's wacky, way out, out of this world, where is he, is entitled The Case of the Missing Space Cadet. Midnight Mystery Theater is brought to you by Flexer and Frankel, the cheese adjustment people. Have you had your cheese adjusted today? If not, why not? And now, Act One of the Case of the Missing Space Cadet. Eerie space humming. The story you are about to swallow is an actual case taken from the files of a file cabinet in somebody's office somewhere in a basement next to a marshmallow repair shop which exists primarily in the mind of a chicken named Francis X. Bushman. Any similarities to events, persons living or dead, are purely intentional. We go now to the year 2098 in a galaxy far, far, really far away in the spaceship X-13, commanded by Johnny Rocket, Space Commander. Way, way, way out there somewhere in space, Johnny Rocket and his space cadets encountered something very strange on the radar as they heard... What strange thing are you picking up on the radar, Cadet Winky? I think it's the professor's dandruff. What's strange about that? He's over 98 years old. Why are you picking it up? Ew. Well, into each life some dandruff must fall. Don't blame me, blame gravity. Don you, Isaac Newton. Please, fellas, not what's on the radar screen. What's in the radar screen? Oh, take a peek. Looks to be an atmospheric, intergalactic, andromedic... What, man, what? I'm sorry, Commander Rocket, that's all the space nonsense I know. However, there is one word that sums it up. That's it! Commander Rocket, if there is atmosphere on the unidentified sphere, there is bound to be... Uh, whatever the hell that idiot Winky said. Thank you, Professor Nosehairs. According to the charts for the original mission of the lost X-15 module, Cadet Larry Liftoff's destination was 3.4 million light years. And if we beat Crosstown traffic, we can get there by five. Commander Rocket, I don't wish the fact that Larry or Cadet Liftoff was my fiancé to have any influence on your decision to go retrieve him, thus facing possible mortal peril in the attempt. Fiancé? I thought you couldn't stand the sight of him. Well... Do you see him anywhere? But that man has an account in my memory bank you wouldn't believe. I remember the last romantic interlude we had. Flashback. Flashback. Larry, where do you think you're going in that jetpack? It's a big world with a swirl that you step inside to another world. Really? Wait a second. That's from a Flash Gordon comic book. I know what you're up to. You're off for a few light years with your sick space buddies. End of Flash Gordon back. End of Flash Gordon back. That was a romantic interlude? I remember the last time I saw him. Or didn't see him. I'll never forget that day. Night. Afternoon. 
Ten, nine, eight, bunch of numbers and blasting off. Commander Rocket, I don't mean to be a pest, but shouldn't we take in a head count of the crew before blasting off from a cold, desolate planet? Don't see why. There's you, me, the professor, Doc, Janet, and... Uh-oh. Uh, you know what that means, Commander? What, Professor? The line for the John just got shorter. <laughs> <laughs> so did my love life. End of flashback. End of flashback. Not too proud of that. B-U-double-M-E-R. We do know he had a reserve jetpack to go another 50 million miles, in case anyone forgot what he looks like. We do have a picture of him in our travel mugs in the gift shop. That is a steal at... Commander, I'm picking up communications from Earth. Roger, Cadet Planet. Please identify the contact. It's the President. The President? I'll take it. Winky, you take the wheel. Gosh, the President. Do my eyebrows look groovy? Yes! Mr. President, sir, this is Johnny Rocket. Space Commander. It is an honor to report from our humble spacecraft to you, Mr. President. Well, thanks, pal. It's Hunky Funky Dory here. But we just need you to pay your dues. Who is this? Marty Korkenberger, president of the downtown badminton club. What? How did you get this number? From your soon-to-be ex-wife. Incidentally, <laughs> groovy eyebrows, man. How do you know that my... Here, eye... I'll put her on. He must be putting me on. And how did he get the area code? Hey, Brenda, baby! It's your rocket jockey X on the horn! Hey, Mr. Astro Big Shot. If you're not too busy flying around the universe with your stupid space buddies, how about making with the alimony? Alimony? The divorce isn't even final. Oh, yeah? Hey, Judge Bosco, Johnny's making waves. Tell him it's a done deal. Uh, it's a done deal! On what grounds? You have a miss. Janet Planet aboard the spaceship under you? Yes. On those crowns. Case closed. Put that in your space pipe and smoke it, Johnny. I guess the wedding vows were just a suggestion. Brenda, the check's in the mail. I'm 60 billion light years away, so don't hold your breath. Why, I ought to... Oh. Sir, I'm picking up a, a non-stellar mass. Perhaps a planet, sir. Perhaps a Larry or Cadet lift up. He's on that planet. I don't know if I can take that chance, Janet. According to my imagination, I'd say that his planet Erosassi. And I say there is no way I am changing our course. The planet is inhabited entirely by giant cocktail waitresses. And that is... Now hear this? We are changing our course. What is our distance reading? 67.9 million light years. What if we take a shortcut? About five minutes. Hot puppies. Prepare the landing gear. Hi, Captain. This could be a dangerous side trip, Johnny. This could be a dangerous side trip, Johnny. Professor, you and your 20th century ideals are stuck in mothballs. Our ulterior motive mission is to explore uncharted planets. Stick a flag in the soil and call it ours. And with any luck at all, I can get a decent back rub and a martini. Possibly settle down with a nice green-blooded space alien who digs playing backgammon by the fire and running naked through car washes by moonlight. Okay, I'll settle for backgammon. Johnny! I thought you were going to wait for me. Wait? Wait for what? For us to look for my fiancé, Larry. Find him. 
fried by the dangerously close proximity of the sun. I make with the tears and moody piano records by the sea. Get over him, toss Larry's ashes into the fish tank, and start cooking up some kisses by candlelight with a certain Johnny Rocket who says it's all systems go and tie for blaster. I'm sorry, Janet, but the whole future thing is... The future of mankind is counting on us, Commander Rocket. What have those people in the future ever done for me? Commander, I was slightly off on my calculations to approach. How off? Huh, I don't know. Should be learning in about... Oh, no! <laughs> so if you don't mind... Where are you going, Cadet Winky? You know how people are always telling me to go screw myself? Yes. Thought I'd give it a try. No time for that now. Now hear this, now hear this. Prepare to embark on an uncharted planet. Janet, what's the overview on the planet? Planet Erosassi, volume 163,115,609 kilometers, radius 2,407 miles, surface area 6,201 square miles, population unknown, export ping pong balls, fuzzy dice, and nose harps, hobbies, pina clubbers getting caught in the rain, not into yoga, making love at midnight in the tombs of a... Commando Rocket? What is it, Dr. Pillows? It's a bill from the Jupiter Tuxedo Rental Shop. Astronomical! All right, who rented a power blue tuxedo? Okay, I did. You see, I was hoping it would move the nuptials along if... When we find Larry... Let me get this straight, Cadet Planet. In the one in a million chance we find Cadet Liftoff... That he actually knows how to work a jetpack in a galaxy the size of Johnny's ego. You believe by presenting a rented tuxedo to him, he will be obligated to marry you? Wait till you see the honeymoon language. What do you think? It's made out of oxygen. Whoa. Through aim point, uh, approaching destination descent mode activated. Countdown, cadet planet. Ten. Nine. Eight. Now! Now? Oh, I'm sorry. Seven, six, five, now! Is everyone all right? Yeah, I suppose so. Look! Johnny, there's a robot to greet us. A robot? The nerve of the... Eros Sessions. The nerve of these guys. Can't even send an alien. Actually, technically, we're the aliens. That's what makes me feel uncomfortable. That in this darn spacesuit. Mine is made entirely out of the foil used in 73 TV dinners. And one manhandler. What's my future ex-wife got to do with your spacesuit? You're going to make your usual rah-rah speech, Commander Rocket? Aye. Exploration team... We are about to embark on a journey that could affect the future of mankind. Or at least Janet's wedding plans. Sitcom Laugh Track. Blah, 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 blah. Right on! Ship door open. Commander Rocket, the door, it's stuck in sand. Double darn it, the ship has hit the sand. Prepare to release the emergency exit. 
Aye, aye, Commander. I'll need to check for atmosphere and gravity before disembarking. Not from me. This divorce is wiping me out. Always have to make everything about you, Johnny. Oh, you mean check for the... Right. Open emergency ship door. Aye, Commander. This is astounding. Everyone come out. High levels of oxygen. Gravity stable. Terrain appears to be pink sand. Like if Barbie owned a planet, this is what it would look like. You hear that? That's the professor shouting! That can only mean one thing. He doesn't know how to use the communication device? Two things. That this planet has oxygen in its atmosphere. And? Come on out! He doesn't know how to use the communication device. Looks like a green light on a pink planet, Commander. <gasps> that means my Larry could be alive here. Alive here with... For tall cocktail waitresses! Wait till I get my hands on that rugged Romeo! Move out. Move out? Why should I move out? He's the one fooling around with the space kinks. Come on. I am Johnny Rocket, Space Commander. I am identified as Rolo the Robot. Warning, if you say take me to your leader, I will kick you in the gonads. Then, Janet, you say it. Take us to your leader? Why should I, dollface? How would you do speak the language of Earth? I am a robot. As a robot, I have the infinite capability to translate any and all languages of the galaxy. What about the language of love, Rollo baby? Oh, baby, I'm getting hot. What would you say to a Rollo in the hay, you big hot hunk of dials and stuff? Gee, look! His head's starting to smoke! Most likely short circuits. When I was around seven, my dad took me to the big round top. And when the ringmaster came out, the elephant sat on him. Now that was a short circus. Not circus. Circuits. Extraordinary. He's rebooting. So many moonlight kisses, cool in the warmth of the sun. Idiots, jerks, pups, follow me, earthlings. And so they did. The planet appeared to be made out of pink sugar. The crew was led to a strange palace made out of glass and used party hats, and straight to the ruler, Queen Zaba Daba Daba Doo. Why have you invaded my perfect pink planet, Earth things? Your haziness. We are in search of. Fools! No, we have enough of those at home. We are on a rescue mission for Space Cadet Larry Liftoff. Hmm. Rescue, you'll say. I hardly think your Larry needs rescuing. Oh. Well, if you please, we mean no harm. We only intend for my little larrykins to return to my loving arms. I know he's suffering from loneliness on your big cotton candy planet. Well, uh, not quite. Okay, maybe not cotton candy. I didn't mean the planet. What do you mean? <laughs> Stop, you naughty space boy. But I didn't get all the lint from your belly button, Zila baby. And if I can't take care of your little belly welly, my name isn't... Larry! Well, well, well. Look at our poor lonely space cadet.
Say, when is the next flight out of here? <laughs> Commander Rocket! Commander Planet, Professor, Doc, Winky, gee, I... Have your hands full with Miss Belly Button Lint. Wait till I get my hands on... Cadet Liftoff, as your commander, I will need an update. He's been dating her up for about three weeks. Don't listen to that wise guy robot, Janet, honey. I'm ready and raring to go home. He's been to first base with Zila and rounding home. How does a robot know baseball? Kooky! Man, the kookiest! Larry, honey, you got some splaining to do. Me? How about you guys? Too lazy to take a head count, leaving me on that planet out there in Nowheresville? Oh, boo-hoo! Looks like you're doing all right. <laughs> I know how this looks, but, uh, but I've been working my tail off. Doing what exactly? <laughs> doing what exactly? <laughs> I, 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 I know, uh, last week I had to... What? You repaired the strap on my nightie. There you go. That was caught in your zipper. That sounds more like entertainment. Oh, he's caught all right. Gods. Enough of this petty earth banter. Take these humanoids to their quarters. Thanks, your harness. But we really can't stay. I have a divorce in the oven. Look at them guards. All eight feet of woman. Wowza. I shall lead the way. Follow, humanoids. I demand to see a space ambassador. <laughs> Other than there aren't any of those in existence, we better do what Queen Do says. She's awful powerful. All her giant cocktail waitress subjects are scared of her. Has them shaking in their go-go space boots. You see, she has this uh, laser ray that shoots out from that uh, 1960s furniture crown she wears that could turn a space cadet into Ash Wednesday. She wouldn't dare harm we handsome type all-American space cadets. We come in peace. Do not worry. Rolo will get you there safely, humanoids. Wish she wouldn't call us that. Sounds like what... Something my Uncle Herb has. This instant, Rollo. Yes, oh powerful and great leader of the universe and beyond. Lead the way. As instructed by the queen, who is the fairest of them all. I guess we know who programmed you, Mr. Royal Suckup. Commander Johnny Rocket and his space cadets were led to a large cave made of old Star Trek sets. And from within emanated a strange, spooky green glow. What the devil are they leading us to? Now would be a pretty darn good time to check the atmosphere. I'll check the go-go atmospherometer. What's it reading, Winky? Picking up some potassium, I know. You do? Do what? No. No, I know. You don't know, but now you do? I know. So do I. So do you what? You know. I know. It's an element. Evidently an element of surprise. This remark is identified as humor. Ha, ha, ha. Proceed. Testy lippy robot reminds me of someone. We must cooperate. Move out. Gosh, I'm all for the advancement of science and all that good shizzle, but I can't help but think, we go in that cave, we're going to end up like a bag of Martian french fries. Enter, I repeat, enter. 
It's a good chance there will be extreme danger. Screw your courage to the screen, please. <laughs> yeah, about three times a night. Hello! Larry, before we go in there, I just want you to know something. Yes, darling, uh, Cadet Planet? My mother taught me to forgive and forget. That's mighty admirable. If you think I forgive you, forget it. Enter the facility. Mary, are you smirking? Please observe the non-smirking sign. Mighty strange cave, Professor. Shiny, pink, glassy, and smooth. Too smooth. The cave walls. I'm picking up acrylonitrile vinyl acetate. The very same materials Barbie dolls are made of. Don't ask me how I know that. Look, the walls are opening! God save the queen! Kneel before the queen. Her again? How did she get here so fast? That was Queen Zabadabadoo. This is her sister, Zabadabadee. Hello, darlings. Welcome to my beautiful world. And such fine-looking young men. Your, uh... Supreme ruler works. That's a bit much, don't you? Silence! Queen kind of digs the groveling thing. I will not allow impudence in my chambers. Do you know why my sister sent you to me, darlings? Speak! Uh, if it pleases your pickness, we were supposed to get some R&R. Forty winks. I know because I'm winky. See? Get it? Of course I do not. Rolo, take them to their quarters. Don't worry, you won't have to tip him, darlings. Ha ha ha. I do not experience joviality when lack of payment is regarded as humor. Rest up, but not you, Commander, darling. You will join me on my pink veranda. I mean no disrespect, your queenness, but I really should stay with my... Is that a martini? Extra dry, shaken, not stirred. Okay guys, get some Z's. I'm gonna dive into some serious foreign diplomacy. Aww. Come on, gang. Johnny's taking one for the team. You have the most unusual eyes. Like soft sapphires. Look into them. Funny getting kind of drowsy. Look into my soft sapphire's eyes. Feel like I'm at a timeshare seminar. Meanwhile... Meanwhile uh, these accommodations are hardly what I would call special super-duper deluxe chambers. I have a cousin, Frankie, who had a habit of writing other people's signatures on checks. He lives in a joint just like this. And the bars are closing! <laughs> Goodbye, adieu, adios, auf Wienerschnitzel. I fear Queen Zabadaba D has nefarious intentions with Johnny's rocket. You do, do you? I also have a fear of rodeo clowns stealing my toothbrush. I double darn it. My Larry the Space Cadet is still missing. Gas! And so concludes Act One of the case of the missing space cadet. Now let's hear this important message from Flexner and Frankel, the cheese adjustment people. Mission Control, the Eagle has landed. Well, that one was already taken. Uh, how about the chicken has landed? Uh, Houston, we have a problem. 
His name is Chuck. So, uh, where do we land again? Are you kidding? Only been the theme of a million songs. Uh, Saturn? Saturn? You know, like, Saturday night is the loneliest night of the week. Uh, wrong! It's the moon. And you can tell because it's made out of Flexter and Frankel's well-adjusted cheese, as predicted to be here by the year 2001. Really, Buzz? You've never heard of 2001? A space out of cheese? Have you had your cheese adjusted today? If not, why not? And now, act two and the thrilling conclusion of The Case of the Missing Space Cadet. As our hero, well, your hero, Johnny Rocket, space commander, flirts with the beautiful queen Zabadaba D, soaking in her flattery like a sponge, little does he realize a trap is being set which will allow the queen to manipulate Johnny to her evil ends. Really? Gosh, you really think this bicep muscle is bigger than that bicep muscle? You know, I, I try to drink beer with both arms when I can. Did anyone ever tell you you are, how you say? Handsome. No, darling. Charismatic. No, darling. Sexy. No, darling. Anadonis. Not sure what that is, darling. Shallow, self-absorbed, egomaniac, superficial putts. That's it, darling. Meanwhile, the fearless crew is using their trained minds to scientifically speculate. Man, we'll never get out of here! That's what you call scientific speculation? No, that's what I call panic! Never gonna see if my boys make it to another World Series? Hey, Larry, do you know if the Dodgers are still in second place? Second place? Where were they in the first place? Brooklyn! Come on! I know you're a Dodger fan! Don't kid me! Dodger? English literature reference, Charles Dickens, artful Dodger. Hey, what happened to the tattoo on your left arm that says, Dodgers forever? Uh, Duke is right. I'm afraid this Larry is not Larry Liftoff, but rather a clone. Just like Baskin and Robbins. How so? A nice clean clone. Earth fools, you fell for the trap. Right down to duplicating the voice box. Evil laugh, evil laugh. I was going to do the evil laugh, Rolo. From you, it sounds like one of those irritating Miami Beach Hotel elevator voices. You will now do your duty and... Self-destruct. Goodbye, cruel world. Activate self-destruct. Now that's two Larrys I know who peter out. You'll never get away with this, you heap of scrap iron! That means my Larry, the real Larry, could be alive here. Alive here with eight-foot-tall cocktail waitresses! Wait till I get my hands on that space cadet Casanova. I'll send him to the moon! Pow! Boom! Zoom! Take it easy, will you, Janet? Larry could be, you know... You know... Could be what, Winky? Oh, I don't really want to say it. Say it! Living it up here with a foot-tall cocktail waitress. Ah! Thanks for the confirmation, Winky! I'll bring him. Earth peoples. Where's that voice coming from? Video projection. Very 1980s. Hey! It's that giant waitress who was making intergalactic whoopee with Larry's clone! I am Zila, 
second assistant to the assistant to the court. I can help you. I am a spy for the peaceful Zelians, but you must listen carefully. Why should you help us? Remember when I said you must listen carefully? Was that recently? I remember you talking, but I wasn't listening. Please, Zila, speak. You mustn't be fooled by my feigned affections for your cadet Larry. If the Queen finds me communicating with you humans, I will be destroyed. Uh, which one? They are test tube twins. Whoa, tubular! One is in charge of rottenness, and the other is in charge of evilness. You put them together and they can really kill an afternoon martini buzz. Right now, Queen Zabadaba D has designs on your commander, Johnny Rocket. First to seduce him with her wicked charms, then mate with him, then have him exterminated. Yes! Gee, that, that puts a crummy crimp in the comet. But what has happened to the other space cadet, Larry? Larry Liftoff? Someone is coming. I am in danger. Wait a second. What about the real Larry? Someone is coming! This is not good. I must be brief. C-O-T-G-C. That is all the time I have to tell what I know about the location. Although I could probably estimate approximately... Oh, where is he? The space cadet is... Caesar! The space cadet is Caesar? <laughs> nah, he can barely get his pet goldfish to obey him. I shall report you to the Federation of Planets. Report away. Your Federation cannot help you now. Evil laugh. Evil laugh. Echo, echo. Ditto, ditto. We have to get to Johnny before he falls into the web of that evil queen, Zaba Daba Diba Ardu. You have a plan, Cadet Planet? It's more of a sketchy idea. Originally, it was a replica of a plan, but came out more as a passing whimsy. The whimsy has since morphed into a fantasy, and the fantasy has blossomed into a theory which has mushroomed into... Babble? Exactly. Winky, you're immature and devious. Oh, and probably a Shriner. You must have something sneaky up your spacesuit sleeve. I do! Here comes that robot. This must be our ace in the hole. They dummy up. Humanoids, the Universe Federation Space Convention Law requires that I inform you that you are entitled to food and water. You have food and water on this planet? No. The law only requires that I inform you we have food and water, not that we have to give it to you. Charcoal, charcoal. I demand... Chortle. I demand you not chortle with such glee. We now break away with a word from our sponsors. Say, does your kitchen floor seem dull and listless? It's a kitchen floor, it's supposed to look like that. Are you unable to see your face in the dishes? Then take the dishes out of the dishwasher, and then look. Rollo's programming includes daytime television. There is something about that robot. Enough! I've got to see Johnny before something terrible happens. I guess sipping martinis with sexy space ladies can be terrible. If you're a eunuch, don't be fooled. Those space she-devils have something evil in store. Meanwhile... Johnny Rocket, I have decided you shall marry me. Marry me? Isn't that rushing things a bit? It, it takes time to find out our little weaknesses. Not for me, it didn't. We haven't even had our first argument. Yes, we have. No, we haven't. Yes, we have. No, we... Well, I guess this qualifies. 
You are forgetting it is against Space Federation Law 3457687985767. Bunch of numbers in paragraph 12, section 9. It is forbidden for Aerosassians to marry humans. That law was made up by my evil uh, sister, Zabadabadoo. You are beautiful and tall. Be able to reach the 15th floor button on elevators. I will ensure all your human needs are satisfied. All your food needs. And frankly, that Janet Planet is the sharpest cheddar but can be a bit possessive at times. Even if I consented to marry, who would perform the service? Can't elope? No thanks. Gives me gas. Running away to get married gives you gas? Can't elope. Oh, can't elope. No, I am the captain. I could marry us. What am I talking about? I'm not even divorced yet. About that martini, baby. Meanwhile, the crew is being held against their will. Humans, as representatives of an imperialistic species exemplified by the Roman Empire, it is in our best interest to incarcerate you until we destroy you. Uh-huh. You appear to be unhappy with your life, Rolo the Robot. Define unhappy. Being married to a supermodel. Define happy. Being married to a supermodel. You know, endorphins, joy sensors, appreciation for being you. Give yourself a hug. Interesting concept. Self-hug in process. Good. Now keep going until you make yourself pregnant. Does not compute. Does not compute. Rollo the robot's electrons are turning into... Time to watch television. Morons! Let's get him while he's off guard. Listen, robo-buddy, uh, we know you like robo-romance. How would you like to have real Hallmark greeting card human emotions? Get down and get funky with that special lady robot and shake your booty down to the ground. Later, hold hands and watch the sunset. Together. Get into each other's control panels. I lie awake thinking of my dream robot, my sexy hot robo-babe. Heat sensors activated. Oh, no need to cool those sensors and lie awake no more, man. I can hook you up with... Rosie the robot from the Jetsons! Va 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 boom! Beta blocker activated. But a, a little trade off. Like, say, we get you some heavy metal Rosie, and in return, you tell us what C O T C G means. Oh, it's Cave of the Giant Carrot Monsters. Professor, why didn't you tell us you knew that in the first place so we wouldn't have to play this idiotic bribe game with the, the IBM reject? I didn't know that, I guess. IBM reject, determined to be human inferior computer, code red, defense mode. I'll show the robot who's boss. Code red this. hey You wasted him! I have the gate release. We need to save Larry from getting carroted to death. Is that even a thing? We need to go get Johnny first. There's not enough time to find Commander Rocket. We need to head straight to the cave. On the double. Come on, let's uh, lollygag. Meanwhile, Commander Rocket is working on his own defense system. Yes, Queen Zabadabadee. I know marriage requires commitment, and I gotta be honest with you. Three strikes, I'm out. My idea of commitment is showing up the first Thursday of the month for my bowling team. Another martini, she says, purring while she rubs his temples. Should we have lasagna or chicken cordon bleu at the reception? Meanwhile...
According to my sense of gut instincts and silly notions, that is our point of destination. Gee, look at that huge space cave! It's only a primitive space cave! You've got to get in there and save Larry! What do you mean? You've got to get in there, doctor on the double! If I get mauled, who would be physically able to declare you officially dead? I guess so. Men. Charge! It's a gigantic carrot! It's so savage! So hideous! So orange! I don't know, he kind of growls on you. We must destroy it, or perish. If only we had a giant Vegematic. My parents couldn't get me to eat my carrots. Now I'm going to be eaten by one. I will use my X-15 Super Duper Ray Gun on him. Oh, it doesn't appear to be even phasing him. That's because you're pointing an electric nose hair clipper at him, Professor. What we need now is... <sighs> Did I miss anything? All this running. Johnny! What happened to you in that Space Queen vixen? Said my bowling night was out of the question. So I said, then so am I. (laughs) Hey, wow, dig that crazy space carrot. There's only one thing that could stop a gigantic carrot. Got an idea. Winky, activate your light beam on your helmet against that wall. Hi, Commander! Now observe. Fantastic! It's a giant shadow bunny against the wall! The carrot is running away from the bunny shadow! You did it, Johnny! Never bring a carrot to a nightlight fight. Wait, what? But, heck, it worked. Let's go in and save Larry! Larry! Space boy. <laughs> but I didn't get all the lint from your belly button, Zila baby. And if I can't take care of your whittle belly welly, my name isn't... Larry! Well, well, well. Look at our poor lonely space cadet. <laughs> Commander Rocket! Commander Planet? Professor? Doc? Winky? Gee, I... Here we go again! Have your hands full with Miss Belly Button Lint. Wait till I get my hands on... Hold your horses, Janet. How do we know this Larry isn't another clone? I can answer that one, Professor. You hate wearing underwear. Winky, you love wearing other people's underwear. Doc, you are having an affair with three nurses from the Tri-City area. Johnny, you love playing guitar. In the nude. And Janet, you love me. Larry, let's go home so everybody will say, Larry's in town. And I love this planet and my newly wedded wife, Zila's clone, Zila. Sorry you missed the wedding. It was performed by... Me, Rollo the Robot. I am not only a robot, 
I am an Espace-Papalian minister. No matter, Larry. There are other fish in the galaxy. Right, Johnny? Johnny? I think he went back to the spaceship. And we better get back there before he says... Last And so concludes the case of the missing space cadet with... Johnny Rocket, Space Commander. The Midnight Mystery Theater players are Ryan Aspert, Jalen Green, Chris Matthews, Shauna Millard, Dean T. Moody, John Ruoff, and Gail Wamba. The sound effects were created by Josh Kibbe. Music by Bob Blumenthal. The recording engineer was Chris Julian. This is your announcer, Johnny, saying join us again for another tawdry tale of terror, suspense, and mystery.